Welcome to the Tutor Podcast, the only weekly show for anyone who is in the business of helping people. If you're a tutor, a teacher, or a coach, the Tutor Podcast will help you start, grow, and love your tutoring business in plain English without the buzzwords and BS. If you want to make more money and make more of a difference, the Tutor Podcast will be with you every step of the way. Hi, it's Neil Camero here with episode 289 of the Tutor Podcast, the Monday morning show for anyone in the business of helping people through teaching, tutoring or coaching. As always, I'm here to share ideas and insights I've had, borrowed or flat out stolen during the 24 years I've been in business from the tens of thousands of pounds I've invested in training and education and to give it away in a no-nonsense, no-BS kind of way. There's no sales pitch. It's just stuff that I hope helps. So here we go. Have you ever bought a car and then noticed that just about everybody else has exactly the same make and model of car? I know I have. And it's pretty odd. Obviously, those cars were there before. But somehow, we never noticed them before. At least, not in the kinds of numbers that we begin to see them when we bought one of us, our own. So what's going on here? And if we can figure that out, How do we use it to get more of what we want, to get it faster, and to get it with less effort? Well, it turns out the mechanism responsible for this sudden increase of awareness of all those previously unseen cars is something called the Reticular Activating System, also known as the RAS. Now, this is a small network of neurons in the brainstem which, although it's small, has a huge role in attention, focus, and motivation. And they're three vital qualities of a successful business person. In essence, the RAS is a gatekeeper, a sort of filtering mechanism to prevent your brain being overloaded by excessive amounts of data, all in need of being processed. The RAS actually rejects vast amounts of sensory information and prevents it from reaching the brain. It only allows information that it considers important to pass. And important is really relating to our beliefs. Now, of course, once we've sunk our hard and dosh into that car and the car acquires a special significance, it triggers the RAS to perceive every single other one of those cars out there. That's why we suddenly begin to see them all over the place. And that's the RAS's data filtering mechanism at work. The data filtering role of the RAS also touches on our natural confirmation bias. This is our seemingly supernatural ability to seek out and accept 
only the information and data which confirm what we think should be there. It basically is a system that wants to make us right. Sometimes that can be useful, then oftentimes it isn't. So how cool will it be when we hijack the filtering mechanism and use it to our advantage? Well, pretty cool, in my opinion. And here's how I do it. It's worked for me and it continues to work for me today. Try it yourself and let me know how you get on. You can always drop me an email at info at neilcamado.com. What I use is a feedback loop. It's sort of routine designed to strengthen my beliefs and their significance to me and to constantly nudge my RAS to look for and call to my attention information pertaining to the things I want. And it's a pretty simple process. First part's widely used, which is set your goals. Always set your goals. I have a, a belief that I shouldn't begin the week until I've got it finished on paper. And there are two kinds of goals that you should always set. There are the outcome goals. Uh, these pertain to the achievement of an objective that can be measured. So that objective might be to have a full roster of guitar students and a waiting list of people who want to study with me. Outcome goals can be very specific. It might be number of hours taught per week, for instance, number of phone calls generated of leads. I think that all goals should be written down in detail in the present tense. And they should be just what I want. I never, ever set a goal to produce what I think someone else wants for me. It's all about me. It's all that matters. And the second kind of goal is a processed goal. These are the activities which will bring me the outcome goals. So these are, if you like, doing the things that produce progress towards those outcome goals. And again, if you've got quantifiable measurements here, like the number of new students you take on per month or leads generated again during the day, and I'll have a process goal to take inquiry calls from students and add them to my tribe. That helps me to design the perfect execution of those day-to-day -day activities or processes, if you like, to achieve those outcome goals. I think it's really important to read and probably rewrite your outcome goals every day. I do mine every day. These are the well-known idea of affirmations. And I tend to be very emotional about uh, affirmations, particularly my own. 
because I know that the more emotion I can stack onto them, the more it's going to provoke the interest of the Raz. I don't think it really matters if you're fearful, anxious, excited, or or any other emotion about the Raz, as long as it's got some clout. Because whatever emotion you use will goose up the Raz and prompt it to search out what it is that we want to be noticing. And goals and writing them down is absolutely groovy. It works. But there's a little extra I use that makes all the difference to me. And I've heard hardly heard a peep about this from the manifestation gurus. It's almost like a second stage, the, the goal setting and the affirmation rocket. And that's confirmations. If affirmations work, confirmations turn up the turbo boost. A confirmation is really taking note of information and sensory data which relate to the process and outcome goals. So you're really observing what's going on around you and looking for evidence that your affirmations and your goals are working. And like so many other things, write them down. Either immediately in your diary, because you pretty much always have a diary with you, don't you? Same as I do. Or write them down at the end of the day as part of your day-end review and your shutdown routine. See, this simple act loops back to the Raz and it pats it on the head, thanks it for noticing it and encourages it to gather more of that good stuff. So, going forward, the Raz gets even better at bringing you more of what you believe is important. It's constantly strengthening your relief, your belief in whatever you've decided is significant, is significant to you. And when you've got that little loop running, refine your goals. In light of all this incoming, written down confirmatory data, revisit and recalibrate your goals and update your affirmations. Recycle it, rinse it and repeat. I'm often amazed that what I've written in the morning journal just a few months ago suddenly has gotten present in my life. And again, as I review that and the progress from, you know, a few months ago, it really does rev up the Raz as I look at all that written down, hard, indisputable evidence. The Raz gets turned on by that. So I'm going to suggest you try it for yourself for a few months. And if it works for you, do it more. What have you got to lose? Do it for six months. What I know is those six months will pass whether you do it or not. And if you try it, it can work for you. But if you don't try it, 
it can't work for you. Set your goals, affirm them every day, and then look for confirming evidence. Goal, affirmation, confirmation. Do it every day. Do a little bit in the morning, a little bit at night. And pretty soon, the things you want start showing up in your life. It's like magic. It's very, very strange. Give it a go. Work it. And let me know how you get on. I'd be really interested to hear how it works for you. I don't think I'm a one-off. I think this is a great universal truth. Once you've given it a go, drop me a line. I always love to hear from you guys because I'm here to learn from you. I'm here to help, to share what I've learned so far on my journey. Drop me an email. It's info at neilcamado.com or you can find me on Twitter, X or whatever it's calling itself today, where I am at Tudor Podcast. Now, if you haven't already, please like and subscribe to the podcast. And I will be back next week with more no BS ideas and more tips to help you to start, grow and love your tutoring business just like I love mine. Till then, I hope this podcast has got you thinking, and I hope it's been some help to you. Till then, stay healthy, stay useful, and have a fabulous day. Get in touch with the Tutor Podcast via email or social media, and the Tutor Podcast team will be listening. Subscribe on iTunes, and you'll automatically get the latest episode directly sent to your device. And remember to share, rate and review TTP so that we can help other people to start, grow and love their tutoring businesses.